You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Wednesday afternoon. Just pleased as punch to welcome in our next guest. He is the play-by-play voice for the Houston Cougars football. Many, many other responsibilities, Astros, Rockets, anything in the city of Houston. He is uh, he's right involved right in the middle of it. Kevin Eschenfelder joins us now. And, Kevin, man, I know you're busy even today, but we appreciate your time. <laughs> Hey, man, it's always great to be on with you, John. Uh, you know, on my way to Minute Maid Park right now, I was thinking about it last night. I did the pregame and the postgame on the Astros game. And in between during the game, I'm keeping score with one hand. I'm doing my depth chart, my spotter boards, my uh, broadcast, you know, my broadcast charts. I'm doing that yeah. with the computer on the other hand. And I just thought that this uh, – for guys like you and me that do what we do, this is uh, this is our happy place. Yeah, this is go time for sure. Nobody more than you, though. Aaron and I were talking about all the things you do. Uh, do you have an off season or do you have a downtime at all? <laughs> no, <laughs> you really don't, do you? It, it may be. Well, see now that I mean, you know, the last the Astros since 2015 have played 89. It's it's either 79 or 89 postseason games. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, and then that morphs right into the Rockets while I'm also doing University of Houston at the same time. (laughs) You like to do what you do and you love it. And, uh, and I do get, you know, it's not like I work 162 games during baseball season. I take my time off. I take long weekends. I take a week off, uh, you know, during the season, uh, because I have to, because that's, you know, I, the other broadcasters, they, they don't, they have an off season and I don't. And, uh, so, but I enjoy what I do. I'm not complaining for a single solitary second. I have a wonderful wife that's so understanding and my kids, this is the only life they've ever known. So <laughs> I've always made it a point to try to get to where I need to get and keep my priorities straight. And hopefully I've been able to do that. Amen to that. You're good at that. And, uh, just know how much we appreciate it. It's great to talk to you. It's, it's been a while. I can't remember the last time we talked, but, uh, here we are about to start a new football season and what a great year last year for U of H. How fun was that? Uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, it started off, it started off shaky with the loss to Texas tech. They didn't play well in the second half. They had a uh, I think it was a double-digit lead at halftime and didn't play well in the second half. But after that, they really uh, settled down, and they were a different football team. Uh, and I'm hoping that that is the football team that uh, that we'll see again this season. And uh, that just, you know, it starts with the quarterback, and, and uh, he, he, he was really good last year. And uh, I, I think uh, there's my wild prediction that five months from now, a lot more people are going to know Clayton Toon's name than do right now because mm. uh, I think he's a really special talent. Uh, and he's got a lot of weapons around him. I got a chance to speak with him not too long ago, and uh, he was just telling me because I've never had I've never had the not to disparage anyone other, any other teams, but I've never had this kind of weaponry around me. And uh, he just was you could just see the excitement in him. I can I can hear it too in Dana when I talk to Dana too. Uh, you know they're ready to go. What's his uh, What's his bio? Uh, is he Has he been waiting for this opportunity? Is he uh, just now mature enough? What's the What's the story there? You know, you know Clayton was. Uh, you know, he was a kid that came in, and 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 when Derek King got hurt, he's a, he's a fifth year fifth year senior. Uh, when Derek King got hurt, uh, he was the one that stepped in. Okay. Probably at the time, like most freshmen, he wasn't ready for it. But uh, you know what? He has gotten better every single year. 
Uh, he's a Hebron High School kid from the Dallas area. Uh, so he is. Uh, he was a kid. He was a commit to Kansas out of high school. Uh, Houston was able to to get him, uh, and uh, he is. He's. Uh, I just. I just can't say enough about the way I thought he played. You know, even in the Cincinnati game last year uh, against a really good Cincinnati team, just in the first the first drive of the game. You know, he take him takes him right down the field. Uh, they had a lot of injuries with their with their wide receivers, and he was able to to make a lot out of not very much because they didn't have a whole lot of uh, they didn't have a whole lot of weapons last year, and I think that's going to make a big difference this year. All right, help me know this: is this third or fourth year for Holgerson there? This is uh, this will be Dana's fourth year. Fourth year, right okay. About twenty twenty, yeah. Twenty uh, twenty is just such a, such right. a weird year, uh, you know. And I, I just, I don't even think about that one as being a season. Uh, you remember? You know, I can tell you exactly the last time you and I talked. Uh, was, <laughs> oh no! Don't bring this I up, talked, please. It was, it, was, it was before the game that wasn't the game. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you were on your way to Waco. We're already here, right? Uh, well, I, I was. You know, the honest to goodness truth, I was on my way to. <laughs> Pick up the rental car for us to drive to the game. Oh my and, gosh! Uh, it was on Friday, so right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's the last time we spoke. So. Not not a good but memory I, I there. Can't tell you how much I'm. No, I know. Not for anybody. The whole season <laughs> wasn't a good memory. So. so I say that to say, Coach Holgerson, probably you know this is you know third fourth year. That's when you sort of have your players in place. You you're settled and everything. Is that sort of what we're seeing with the program under him? No doubt about it. Uh, the, the eye test of just going watching them work out—it's—it is so much different than what he, you know, he he inherited a situation where he had to, you know, make the best of a, of a situation that it was that he that he inherited, and uh, he knew that if he was going to compete, he was going to have to improve that situation, and uh, so and that's what he's done, and, it, and you can tell it—you can tell it by just the just the, I mean, you can tell what the difference is in the players that they're bigger, they're. They're faster. They play at a, a higher tempo. It is a uh, they're better coached, and, and sometimes you know, better coaching doesn't mean the coaches are better. It means they have better players to keep <laughs> coached, and uh, and I think that it, that all equates into this is his this is his team, and I it showed it last year. I mean, they they really uh, you know were able to even in the bowl game beating Auburn, and you know in the in the bowl game and. And uh, they improved, it seemed like, each and every week last year. Yeah, 12-2 and two last year. Great season. And uh, now the last season in the uh, American and the Big 12 a year away. What's the, what's the level of anticipation there, you know, with the uh, Big 12 coming by this time next year? Well, John, I think it's, it's going to be off the charts. It's going to take, take a minute. Uh, the thing that has always been difficult about the American – which was I, I, I'm telling you, people, I, I don't I don't think it ever got credit for the level of competition that it was mm-hmm. because the teams that are coming at Houston and UCF and and Cincinnati and Cincinnati was a great team last year and uh, but I don't think people really realized how good they were. But at the same time, it's just hard to you know it's hard to go to a city and go hey we got Tulane coming. no and this is no disrespect to Tulane mm-hmm. it's just we got we got them coming to town uh, or you know they played in the first ever conference championship game and hosted it and the visiting team sold seventy five tickets that's just hard oh, to wow. uh, you know it's it's just you know it's 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 difficult there's just not a whole lot of uh, regional rivalries uh, you know SMU and Tulsa that that's great but you know they're uh, that would be as close as you can get. And uh, so it, I think the anticipation is going to be much greater. You know, we're going to be able to build rivalries between 
uh, Houston and Baylor and, and, you know, historic rivalries that the guys that are your age can, you know, think back and appreciate those teams that played against one another in the Southwest Conference days. And, and uh, I, you know, I think college football will be better for it. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Uh, I saw this uh, last week, maybe, UCF unveiled their uniforms for this year, and they got a Big 12 patch on it this year. Uh, is U of H doing that? I mean, it seems like, I mean, that's great. I, I don't mind that, but it seems like that might, uh, I don't know, might strike uh, some of your opponents in the American uh, the wrong way this year. To answer your question, I do not know that. <laughs> right. Be, I don't know that to be the case, but uh, I was going to say, I don't think you need any more of a target on your back than to literally put a target on your back. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, uh, you know, just just the fact that that you, uh, you know, because it's going to be difficult. Hey, you think you think when Houston goes to SMU that they're not going to? I mean, everywhere they go, they're going to get their absolute best shot because it's going to be the last time you're going to get a shot at them. And, uh, and that's going to be that's going to make it very very difficult. It's going to be the same way for for UCF. It's going to be the same way for Cincinnati, uh, the, because those teams, you know, everybody else is looking at them and saying, okay, well, you know what, you're going there. Well, here, take this with you, and, uh, and they're going to get their best shots. Kevin Eschenfelder, our guest, uh, University of Houston football play-by-play, various other duties as assigned. And what would you say, uh, as we look at the season, the upcoming season for the Cougars, uh, what's the strength of this team? And, and, you know, how do you think it might play out? I think the, the thing that, that University of Houston has, and John, you and I have talked about this, is that people don't understand that they think about U of H, they think about Andre Ware, and they think about David Klingler, and they think about the run and shoot, and they think about you know scoring a ton of points. And, and those teams, uh, to me, the best U of H teams have been better on the defensive side of the football than the offensive side, if that's possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, the, the Tom Herman teams had great defenses. You can see the guys that were in the NFL off of those teams. Uh, they and I think this team is going to be very similar to that. Last year, Houston had. 17 different players report a sack. Wow. Uh, they, they have a lot of guys up front that can really get after the quarterback. And they can do it. The, the beauty of what they were able to do last year, and this is what I think the strength of them, is that they can they can wreak some havoc on quarterbacks without having to get exotic and send blitzes. And they still do things like that, but they don't have to sell out to get home and, and, and disrupt what the offense is trying to do. And I, I think the defense is going to be certainly something that uh, that – is going to be. It's not going to be a surprise to anyone because Doug Belk is a is a heck of a defensive coordinator, uh, a guy that you know that people talk about on the national national scene and uh, and offensively. You know Clayton soon he's going to he's got weapons around him. He's got a, a great freshman that came in here, a, a kid that, that that everybody was after, and Matthew Golden, and, and uh, I think he's going to have a phenomenal season. A kid named Tank Dell who was one of the best uh, best. He was probably he was the best receiver in the conference a year ago, and he is back. Uh, and they have a tight end named Christian Trahan that, uh, that was just seemed like every time they needed something, they got it. Even if it was third and 11, he'd get you 12. And that was one of those kind of guys. So uh, I think those are going to be the, both sides of the football, just in a synopsis. I think they're going to be pretty equal, but that defense, I think, is going to be really good. Nice. All right. We'll keep an eye on that. Good luck in the uh, in the crossover. You got football starting and you got a lot of baseball left. Uh, looks like the Astros are going to play for a while again this year. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, you know, they seem like. I don't know. It seems like this has been such a it's been a fun year, and it's it's been a it's been a strange year with the late start. But uh, man, they they really pitched last night. Justin Verlander threw six no hit innings, and it was just like, well, that's just another day at the office. And and uh, they've been they've been really good. And it's, I've been very spoiled over the last seven years of being able to 
be a part of a very small, very, very small part of the broadcast team, but uh, being a part of uh, one of them to uh, really been a, a great organization. Is Verlander the uh, the Cy Young favorite? You know, it can, it can tip in such a qu- – the favorite, no question. Yeah, he's yeah. The favorite. I mean, he just – after last night's game, he he took over the lead in ERA. Uh, he's got – He's got what five more wins than anybody else in the American League. Wow, uh, that's not the that's not the end all. But I mean, he won his 16th game last night. Uh, he's got four more wins than anybody else. But uh, he took over the lead in the WHIP, the opponent's batting average. I think he's just a percentage point behind, but also ERA. So he he leads in the you know two big categories, and he's second in in, in the third. So uh, yeah, he, he should be without question the the favorite right now. I think he's a great story, too, just at 39, coming back off of Tommy John surgery. Man, I watch him pitch every night, and it's, it's not unlike when we, I was a kid watching Nolan pitch, and wow. knowing that, that every night he can go out. There's there's not a night that you don't go to the ballpark that he couldn't throw a no-hitter, and that's what I felt like last night, too. Well, that's a great comparison. If you're going to compare him or bring up the name of Nolan Ryan, that's really cool. <laughs> hey, man, it's great to talk to you. I appreciate it, and uh, let's stay in touch. And Again, have a great season, and look forward to us talking Big 12 football uh, beginning next year. All right, John. Thank you very much. Good luck to the Baylor Bears as well. Good luck to you, my friend. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Kevin Ashenfelder, the voice of the Houston Cougars football and pre and post game for the Astros and the Rockets. And uh, we were right, Aaron. He really he his off season is a uh, a weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he takes weekend a long getaway, weekend yeah. off. Yeah, that's yep. it. So, boy, he does a great job. Also, so great to visit with him. Really fun to visit with him. And again, he's very busy, but appreciate him taking time to be on with. Us. The Astros, just looking at the standings, they've got the best record in the American League. They've got the uh, second best record in all of baseball. The Dodgers have six more wins than they do. But the Astros right now are 11 and a half games up in the division, and that would be... Well, the Dodgers have an 18-and-a-half game lead in uh, in the NL West. But other than that, uh, the Astros have the biggest lead in any division this year. 